and welcome to the 21st edition of a Yeah Guys podcast. I am your host, Aram, and I am joined with my two co-hosts, as usual. Uh, we got Parker, and we got... Uh, and we'll kick yeah. things off right away. Uh, we're going to go back to week 12 of the college football world, where it, uh, it was pretty fun to watch uh, stuff go down, but uh, uh, we'll kind of run through the uh, schedule and how everything uh, ended up. We had uh, Clemson. Uh, our boy Josh, uh, he came uh, came through uh, on the podcast, talked about uh, Clemson on the uh, upcoming game, and they they ended up uh, winning big. Um, <laughs> so uh, we got that one. We got uh, let's see, Oklahoma's close win at Iowa State. We'll talk about that one a little bit uh, in uh, sh- shortly here, and then um, we got Bama, a close win against Arkansas at home. Uh, Oregon going down big against Utah, uh, which was quite the surprise. Yeah, and then. Um, I bet Tony's going to get into it a little deeper Which as well. Which I think all of us got that pick right. That's right. correct. I think so. Isn't that crazy? Upset. Wow. We were going right. Utah. We were heavy Utah, and they, wow. they showed out. So uh, yeah. they definitely deserve that. But um, I think what we'll do is we'll just start with Ohio State's big win uh, against Michigan State. Uh, Tony, uh, take it away, buddy. All right. So, yeah, we had an instant classic uh, on paper. Uh, set to unfold this past Saturday, and boy, was it anything but uh, that. Uh, this was an absolute mismatch. Um, we saw really Ohio State come out flying on offense. Um, I believe they got out to a forty or a thirty-five to nothing lead. I think uh, actually forty-nine to nothing lead. Excuse me, uh, mm-hmm. led by their quarterback C.J. Stroud, who really showed uh, a lot of poise in the pocket and really shades of his development uh, improving immensely. Uh, Six touchdown passes, uh, Ohio State as a team had over 600 yards of total offense. And uh, they were able to, their defense also on the other side of the ball, played their part as well, keeping uh, Heisman somewhat finalist. uh, Kenneth Walker, the running back for Michigan State, to under 30 yards rushing on six carries. Um, Start to kind of wonder too why they only gave him the ball six times but um it is what it is uh huge win for ohio state and that sets up for a huge um matchup this coming weekend uh, in ann arbor for the the game uh, with major um playoff implications as well as Mm -hmm. this will this game will determine who will play wisconsin in the big 10 championship game in two weeks time so very uh so big win for Ohio State. They'll be coming in with a lot of momentum. Uh, Michigan, I, I think, did have a great uh, big win in their game this past week as well. But, yeah, it was a, it was a doozy if you're an Ohio State fan. So, um, uh, Ron, would you like to talk about your game next? Yeah, so a great uh, recap on that one, Tony. Big win for Ohio State, just flexing their guns at home. Just a, a good win. And uh, Parker has uh, a few of his favorite players on Ohio State uh, catching the ball over <laughs> there. So uh, good to see mm-hmm. them uh, show out uh, and happy for you, Parker. Um, but moving on, um, I'm going to be um, just kind of going through the Oklahoma and uh, Iowa State game. Uh, that was a little bit closer than uh, uh, kind of expected. Uh, a little too close for comfort if you're an Oklahoma fan. Performances in a row by Caleb Williams where you're kind of like, okay, <laughs> eh, it's not what you kind of want to see, but uh, uh, they got the win, and uh, I think the the game is kind of on their defense for uh, creating a ton of turno- uh, turnovers. But uh, 
Uh, on the other side, Iowa State, they played a good road game. Uh, Brock Purdy, he went 30 for 43 for 281, uh, a touchdown and an interception, and uh, at the end kind of fell short on the last drive. But, uh, yeah, credit to the Oklahoma's defense. Uh, they're kind of showing that they're not going to have to win uh, games uh, by scoring 50 points. They can win it uh, in a barn burner and, and kind of <laughs> uh, a, lo- a low-scoring game. Uh, but uh, good, good performance from both teams, honestly. Uh, Kenneth Brooks. Sorry, Kennedy Brooks, uh, uh, buck fifteen <laughs> on seventeen carries. So he definitely Brooks, he's on the uh, Chargers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Ken- Kennedy Brooks definitely showed out. Um, they they ran the ball well, played good defense. That's a good recipe for success. Uh, and they moved to ten and one. So uh, Iowa State probably out of the rankings now. But hey, they didn't play that bad of a game, and they almost came back. So you can't really be mad. Uh, if you're an Iowa State fan, but uh, if you're Oklahoma, you're just happy you survived that one at home. Uh, and yeah, that's gonna do it for my review on my game. And uh, Parker, we'll uh, we'll uh, send it over to you for your game here. Um, yeah, that takes us to uh, Bama, where they uh, torched up the Arkansas uh, defense, but their offense was also uh, pretty high powered as well. Um, this one was all the way down to the wire with about a minute left when Arkansas tried an onside kick and did not get the ball back. But um, one of the big stars in the game was, of course, Bryce Young, who had uh, a, just a record-shattering day passing, uh, broke the all-time record for yards in a game with 559 yards, which is a school record, five touchdowns, a uh, huge day. Uh, Jameson Williams, the Ohio State, Transfer also had himself a day, eight catches, 190 yards, three touchdowns, including uh, a touchdown of 79 yards and a touchdown of 40 yards, Mm. which came on third and 10, which sealed uh, the game at the end. On on the other side of the ball, uh, Traylon Burks, who is a a pretty high uh, talent uh, receiver on um, Arkansas had eight catches, 179 yards, two touchdowns. And mm-hmm. uh, their quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, also had himself a pretty good game. 326 yards, three touchdowns. Kind of a, a an unexpected uh, close game if you're um, Alabama. You kind of predicted them to kind of, you know, roll them over, but uh, that did not happen. It was a, a pretty – uh, close and entertaining game if you like offense yeah it was it was pretty close and kind of just like Iowa State uh, if you're a fan of the opposing team you're kind of just like eh, no, not too bad at least we hung in there but right. uh, at the end of the day uh, the home team uh, getting the win but uh, yeah do you guys have any final thoughts before we move on to the NFL I know it's kind of quick but uh, we're going to have to do it that way but uh, Tony we'll start with you any final week yeah, just uh, really cool to see University of Texas San Antonio. They keep their winning streak alive. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about that. They scored a late touchdown with eight seconds left to get past UAB. So uh, definitely a, kind of been a fan of them this season. Uh, so see if they can uh, complete the perfect season next week. How about you, Parker? Yeah, uh, nothing uh, too much. I think Miami won against uh, Virginia. That's nice. Was it, Tony? Oh God! Uh, give me one second. <laughs> like I don't know. I I think they won. We usually try to talk about Miami. A uh, little bit Virginia on the Tech. Virginia yes. Tech. Yeah, they they won. They won. 
Um, so I don't know what's going to happen there. They're talking about getting a whole new um, cast from the top. So we'll see if that turnover can, you know, bring the U back for like the eighth time uh, in their <laughs> history. But, uh, <laughs> Not wrong. And we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, Rom, you want to cap off uh, this pretty glorious week in uh, college football? Yeah, it was just uh, interesting to see uh, the team that we predicted to win Utah just annihilate Oregon. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, just a fun, yeah, fun week uh, all around. But uh, we'll we'll go to our records now for this week. Uh, I'll start it off. I'll flex my gun here. Ten and one. I got the score right for UTSA. But uh, Tony, how'd you do? Also, congratulations to Rom on that getting the second perfect score yep. of the season. Mm-hmm. So that's Thank that's you. duly noted. Uh, I went ten and zero. I got every game <laughs> oh! right. Okay. Uh, I barely, barely got the UTSA score uh, with that late goal or with that late win by them. But uh, yeah, ten and zero. So that's pretty. That's kind of my highlight. Oh, Rob, to what, be honest with that. What game did you get wrong? I'm kind of angry. I got Baylor, Baylor at Kansas State. I had Kansas State winning, and Baylor came up with the win <laughs> by uh, ten points. So I, I didn't get that, that one right. Okay. How yeah, I uh, I went nine and one. Um, Jeez, the only game I got wrong, uh, if you guys remember, uh, with our special guest, I <laughs> predicted <laughs> Wake Forest to win. Uh, that was not. all the stats were against you. You just went, to, <laughs> went against that, but uh, hey, I, I, oh, it was man. fun to watch Clemson win, and uh, I'm sure Josh will be on the show to tell us all about it because it looked like he was having fun, but. Um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna close the door on uh, the college football week and kind of open things up to the NFL. We'll kind of do a speed round here where, where uh, we'll just go through all the games uh, and if we stumble upon our team's games, so we'll stop and talk about it a little more. But um, we'll start with uh, Thursday night where the Patriots just annihilated the Falcons. So surprise, surprise. Uh, Mac Jones continues his winning ways um, and he continued it on the road. Uh, on Thursday night in just Atlanta, they had no <laughs> no uh, answers for uh, the Patriots' defense. Uh, they didn't look too good. But uh, moving on, uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, five-touchdown game, beating up on the Bills on the road, which was impressive, uh, 41-15. Uh, and we'll take a, a short little pause on this next game, uh, the Ravens beating the Bears 16-3 to on the road. Um, Parker, I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on this game particularly, but uh, just watching the game, what did you see? Nothing. <laughs> See, nothing. <laughs> uh, just, just nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, Andy Dalton threw two touchdown passes or whatever. But I mean, you guys, it's just, it's just every week. So something, something has to happen. It's, it's just mm-hmm. so embarrassing to be, to be a fan of this team. Um, it, 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 it can't get any worse. Coming out of the bye week, Matt Nagy, 0-4, I believe now, uh, with losing to the Ravens. And he looks unprepared and just kind of baffles my mind as to what exactly goes on, you know, when they return from bye or what they do on their bye week or what happens. I mean, it, it, it just is – it's crazy to see all four years they lost games and they looked off looked really awful and they and you know we've been saying this you know kind of all year about you know Matt Matt Nagy getting you know his his young quarterback killed and you know he 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 finally did it he 
he finally ac- accomplished his goal of getting uh, Andy Dalton back in the you know back in the lineup, and it's it's really sad to see Matt uh, Matt. Matthew Nagy, sorry, I've been you know calling him wrong the whole time, but um, Matthew Nagy, you know, continues to just drive up just stupid, boneheaded, you know, numb scullery is is just is just amazing to to watch. You guys, I'm sure you know. Thank God this game wasn't on you know national TV or whatever, whichever game that streams on. I think it was on CBS, but on third and five. On the probably the twenty yard line, the first drive of the game, Justin Fields is slinging the ball. I believe he was four for four, or something like that on the drive, and we were kicking it all the way down, just running all the way down. Play action, boom, got him, all the way down. And then on third and four, you guys pitch, pitch to the outside. You know how dumb that is? Like, oh my goodness, pitch to the outside, negative five yards. Like, it, you just can't make this up. We're on the goal line or, you know, pushing towards the goal line and we're going to do a pitch on third and five. It's just, it just blows my mind. It blows my mind. And it, it just, that, that stuff continued all game long and another really awful game. I mean, they had so many people out, Hicks out, Eddie Jackson out, Cleo Mack placed on IR. He's, you know, done for the year. So it's just going to be kind of, you know, there was a little color and now it's just all gray. There's really nothing to uh, be be excited about. If I was David Montgomery, I would, you know, say, hey, you know, my knee is bothering me again. <laughs> and just kind of, you know, take a backseat to this and, you know, throw Justin Herbert in there. And uh, my bad, Justin Herbert, Khalil Herbert. He in wish. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Khalil Herbert in there, who's you know uh, uh, showing that that he can take the workload and just you know let David Montgomery rest because we have nothing to play for. Um, this team obviously isn't making the playoffs, and now we have Andy Dalton back under center for the time being, and it just couldn't get any worse. It really couldn't get any worse. And with all the rumors, where you know we'll talk about probably in the next show. Mm-hmm. Um, about you know this this head coach and the drama and all this this just distraction fest and you know I'll get into it on the next show of you know what I believe is going on you know in that organization but just just really just awful that's all I could you know describe it by and uh you know this this game can be wiped clean and we can flush this game down the toilet and um move on to Who's ever gonna go next? Yeah. Well, uh, Tony, anything, uh, anything that you saw if you watched the game? Uh, just it sucks to see uh, your defense finally. You know, the one time that the Bears' defense looks like they're really doing a good job, and their offense again just doesn't show up. So it's just, I mean, it's pretty. I think it's pretty rare where you only allow sixteen points and you still lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know what the all time record of that is, but. I, don't really care to look that up. Well, right? I'll give you a this stat, is... Tony. I'll give you a stat. Oh. And I sent this to Aram the other day. All right. Over four years or whatever he is, Matt Matthew Nagy has averaged six point six yard or six point six points in the first quarter. That's what he's 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 averaging. That is so embarrassingly Ugh. bad. 
It's dead last in the NFL over that spam. 6.6 points. 6.6 points. That's all. That's like one touchdown or two field goals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just embarrassing. Agreed. You summed it up perfectly. That's really all I have to say. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I think well, we Ron, exhausted did you watch all the game? I no, I honestly I didn't. You. I was watching Red Zone. The Red Zone barely moved to the game unless it was. Yeah, because there's really nothing going on. Honestly, right. it was pretty okay, boring. Yeah. All right, not not good to see her. Uh, her young rookie quarterback get injured, um, and he's yeah. out the next game. But uh, yeah, we have a lot more to talk about. Uh, or not me, but Park. You have a, you'll have a lot more to talk about on Matthew Nagy coming up in our next segment. Uh, obviously, in the predicting. <laughs> Uh, the prediction show. The, I respect the uh, usage of your words there. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. I'm sure you have way more than I do uh, information on that. But, uh, okay, so, yeah, we'll continue with the schedule here. Uh, we had the Browns winning barely at home against uh, uh, t- Tim Boyle. T- something Boyle on the Lions. Tim Boyle. Uh, Tim Boyle on the Lions. Just a forgettable game. I mean, the Browns just kind of dominated. I know Swift had a, a late touchdown there to pull it close, but game wasn't really close to begin with. Uh, the Browns win. Uh, and then the Texans pulling off an upset on the road. <laughs> That's their, what, second win? And then just weird how it came against the Titans. I don't know. The Titans are maybe missing Derrick Henry and the, the load he uh, removes from the entire team, which is run the ball 30 times a game. But they don't have that anymore. And Tannehill kind of seems like he's missing it, but. Uh, Texans <laughs> went on the road, uh, and then we'll take a quick uh, uh, pause here for the next game, the the Packers at the Vikings, and I guess I can take it over. Um, I, I thought the Vikings probably played their most complete game of the year, um, and it was just a fun game to watch. It was obviously uh, an emotional roller coaster, but uh, it was good to see the Vikings put a, a complete performance on the field because they have the players to do it. And it seemed like they they wanted to use these players and actually throw them the ball and not uh, run into uh, Kenny Clark all game. But um, yeah, just a, a good game. Je- Justin Jefferson eight catches, a buck sixty nine, and two two touchdowns. So it's just crazy to see his uh, his development. But uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers on the other side, obviously just un- unbelievable at times. Three eighty five uh, in the air and four touchdowns. Uh, and Kirk Cousins himself, he had a really dandy of a game um just throwing the ball 35 times is not something i'm used to seeing uh but uh three touchdowns um zero interceptions probably could have gotten picked at the end there but uh, it didn't happen that way um but uh, overall a good game Uh, i don't know uh, tony if you watched this one but just a complete performance from the vikings good to see um just i just hope they continue this uh in the future just playing a complete game like this Agreed, yep, and I actually did watch this game. Uh, came home from Jersey Mike's with the fam on Sunday, and this is mm. what we watched. So, uh, yeah, definitely a really exciting game. Again, Justin Jefferson, just jaw-dropping stuff, what we see week in, week out with him. Um, just such an impact on the game. Um, and, yeah, this it was really nice to see the Vikings offense stay with the Packers. And, and normally in years past, we've seen – uh, them kind of stay with them, and then the Packers find a way to pull away in the second half or whatever. And mm-hmm. this uh, this matchup was not going to be that. So just a lot, lot of adversity for the Vikings to fight through. Definitely got some calls to kind of go their way, but sometimes it's it's better to be lucky than good, and they got the win. So, yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah, Parker, I don't know if you watched this game as well since you were watching the Bears, but I did. I had uh, both yeah. of them on um, at the but, same time. Yeah, take it away. Yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it all. Um, I think uh, you know Minnesota definitely uh, found a way to get their their you know star players the ball and you know not have a situation where CJ Ham is you know out. Out catching your, you know, supposed <laughs> franchise wide receivers. So it's 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 come a long way since then, Aram, um, as you know. But uh, uh, just good good things from their offense. Um, I would still, you know, probably lean on the side of 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 probably firing Zimmer still though, uh, come mm-hmm. season's end, um, and just kind of moving on and, you know, using you know, these players as kind of a, a template to, to build, you know, your your coaching staff who could easily, you know, Minnesota would easily become one of the most attractive spots, you know, if they were to do that, I believe, mm-hmm. um, with, you know, the kind of players that they have on their team. So, um, you know, and the Packers with this, you know, Aaron Rodgers' toe injury that is, you know, reportedly going on with him, um, mm-hmm. uh it could lead to, you know, possibly a, a little start, a little bump in their season. Uh, as, you know, they they looked good, but then, like, you know, there were just times where they just, you know, Aaron Rodgers just maybe not being able, being able to extend plays, uh, you know, like he, he normally would and having to kind of just throw out of the pocket, um, you know, might, might hurt him a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just, you know, the – the Vikings, you know, they played a complete game. They played a full 60 minutes to the end, and, you know, they, they won that game, you know, pretty much fair and square. Yeah, and also a big note for the Packers, they lost their left tackle as well. So kind yeah, of that ooh, little bend back on his leg or something like that. Yeah, um, they should get Bakhtiari soon back, but, I mean, I mean, they just got to keep Rodgers healthy. That's the number one thing that's going to keep them going with uh, Parker, I understand it's probably not the funnest to talk about two division rivals, um, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on. I trust me, I won't be comfortable talking about uh, two division rivals like that. But um, I mean, I I watch the game. I watch I watch every Minnesota game just because it's on TV. Right? Yeah, they're they're all the time on. Sunday. I mean, I I don't mind watching them honestly. I they they have a good offense and I'm like, Jesus, like we can never, we could never have a player like this on our team because we don't freaking draft good. So it, it was, it was shocking to see us actually pass when, when, when I usually am so used to seeing them run in these situations, but they literally just pass 85% I mean, of the time. I watched a game with my grandma and, you know, me <laughs> and her were both waiting for that second half collapse and it right. did not happen. I mean, yeah, I was I waiting for it and it didn't happen. You, me, me and my grandma both thought we were like, I mean, we were, we always say it every single Sunday. She's like, now nah, just wait, <laughs> just wait in the second wait. half. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm like, you know, I was telling no her, way. I was just like, just watch, just watch. They're going to, you know, they're going to kick the ball off and they're going to go three and out or they're going to, you know, start running the ball way more. And they just didn't, they just kept passing. Kind of fucked the demons won. that game, didn't they? They did. <laughs> they really did. I'm I'm okay with Kirk throwing 35 times. Honestly, if that means staying I mean, aggressive, if, I really if don't it's, care. You know the plays where you're targeting, you know Justin Jefferson and you know KJ Osborne, who are you know no offense to Adam, um, 
Thielen, Thielen. but he, they're just little, little bit faster guys. And, you know, mm-hmm. Thielen can be used primarily, you know, down at the goal line or, you know, big third downs where, you know, you can, you need kind of a more physical box out type of possession catch receiver, who, you know, towards the sideline. And, you know, we've seen stuff like that. And, you know, we thought, you know, leaving the, the ball with Aaron Rodgers, that quick strike at the end. Right. You know, I bet, you know, we were thinking, oh, they're going to quit. You know, they're going to curl over. Nope. They went right down and scored. So right. just a you know, very exciting game, Aram. I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I I'm sure you wish that was like week one yeah, instead of I, week <laughs> week 10. It took us so many weeks to get a final complete game together, but uh, I, I see what it looks like now <laughs> to have a complete game, and I, I'm liking what I see, but there's still a lot of season left. Um, I don't expect this to happen all the time, but a uh, good win nonetheless. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, uh, we'll move on. Vikings are uh, five and five, which is just odd. <laughs> but, it's so uh, weird. <laughs> it yeah, really is. Packers, <laughs> Packers at eight and three, but uh, yeah, they they still dominate the division. But uh, yep, we'll move on. Um, the Dolphins with a good road win uh, against the Jets. Um, <laughs> sorry, Parker, were you going to add something there? Did I? No, no, you? no. My throat. My throat. Okay. Was, <laughs> there's something in my throat. I was just. Doing gotcha. That. Try not my to bad. die on, uh, on on the episode. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll try to play off, but uh, okay. I, I actually got this game wrong. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Eagles with a dominating home win against Simeon and the Saints. You got that game uh, wrong. I got that game wrong. Well, what do you think Trevor Simeon was about to outplay your your boy Jalen? I thought Sean Payton would find a way. I just I don't know. Sean Payton cannot play with. D-ranked players. I just I can't. No. Nope. And this week is going to be even worse. They're out. Camara. They <laughs> Ingram's out. Do they play they don't have Thanksgiving? A they play tomorrow against the Bills. That's so right. That's oh my God. Be, that might be a that might be a little game. rough. Yeah, they're right. at home, but still. Yeah. Right, right. Um, their defense seems like the only thing that's keeping them up on their feet. But um, yeah, just their defense didn't help them here. Jalen hurts three touchdowns on the ground. Um, I do have to stop on this one because I know we kind of are uh, just the, the the consensus around the league is that Jalen Hurts is going to get replaced, but I think he's playing pretty solid he's playing football. Fine. I know he's playing yeah. really well. Like on the ground, he's averaging around seventy-five to hundred yards per game on the ground, I believe, and he's just your typical dual threat, and it's working for the Eagles. They're winning games now, but. They have an easy schedule, so they have a good chance of squeaking in there. So, and you know, you also have to add in that um, uh, Devontae Smith just got there. Like, right? They didn't like. Who did he have to throw the ball to? Like last year, exactly. in the six games that he played. Like, they didn't, and his coach and his scheme and stuff like that. Like, it's literally one year in. Like, how can you? Who? You know, and it, and he's a, a very talented player. So. It, to just rush him out there would be, I think, kind of foolish. Yeah, Devontae Smith is looking like a true, you know, wide receiver in the NFL. It's fun to see. Um, I thought have you know, he might have been a little small, but, I mean, he, he plays his role, and he, he knows how to not get hit. Yeah, and I give credit to their coach, Sirianni. I give him a lot of crap in the beginning of the year because they didn't did. look good. But uh, they've kind of gotten out of their shell. Uh, we'll see if they continue, but... Uh, moving on, uh, Cam Newton's homecoming did not end really well. Uh, Washington came in there and won on the last second there. Final drive, their defense finally coming up with a, a sack and a turnover on downs to get the win. Uh, 
just we kind of talked about it. Washington will be that team to stick around to do that. Um, we can kind of skip over this laugher. It's funny because I, I said it was going to be 35 to 6, and it happened 30 to 10. So uh, kind of the same <laughs> outcome out there. It's These wide receivers on San Francisco, there's something else. Uh, eight eight carries for Debo Samuel. Eight carries, 79 yards, <laughs> and a touchdown. And Brandon Ayuk, seven catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. So um, if you guys want to stop me at any time, just let me know what you guys think, but I'll keep going. Um, yeah. the Bengals, uh, on the road in Vegas, um, and Vegas now they're kind of just an average to below average team. I don't really see Derek Carr taking another step in his career. I think he's kind of fallen off from the beginning of the year. Um, and the Bengals, uh, moving to six and four. So good for them. Um, moving on, uh, we had the Cowboys kind of pu- putting up a stinker, um, against, uh, the chiefs and, you know, just the chiefs, they didn't really, Looked that explosive again, but right. they found a way to get a win. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, good enough to get a win in the NFL. I guess that's what you can really ask. The only thing you can ask for in the NFL. You know um, what's what's funny, too, about that, Rob, is, is you know, they only scored 19 points. But mm-hmm. if you looked at their fantasy numbers, you would think that they would have, you know, had, you know, a, a record, you know, breaking day. I mean, even on a day where they only scored 19 points, you know, Travis Kelsey had, like, maybe three or four catches, but right. he had a rushing touchdown, which is, like, really weird. And then, you know, Tyreek Hill had, like, maybe eight or nine catches as well. So, right. just they use their their stars a lot, which is, um, you know, a, a key to their offense. But I don't know. They, they cracked the code last week, but then kind of went back to old KC again this week. Right. It's weird it's how they aren't seeing the end zone as much. It's just right. weird to see. They're getting it all done before that, and when it comes to getting into the end zone, they're not getting it done. But uh, they're still a top team, uh, and a good win for them at home. And just a quick note, looks like Cowboy- the Cowboys will be without uh, two of their wide receivers going into this Thursday. So uh, kind of just a little rough <laughs> rough times right now for Dallas. Uh, we'll see if they can squeak in a, a win against the slumping Raiders when they uh, come into town tomorrow on Turkey Day. Um, yeah, moving on, we got the the Cardinals um, on the road beating the Seahawks, and uh, just, <laughs> yeah, Cole McCoy with another win uh, on the road. And Tony, I know you're a partial fan of Seattle, so I don't know if you watched it, but hey, three and seven for Seattle. I don't think I remember the last time seeing that. Me neither. This was just another anemic performance. It didn't really look like it mattered who was out there at quarterback. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a great day, to be honest with you. But, yeah, other than that, um, I guess defense played okay. Uh, But when Colt McCoy has 35 completions over 300 yards and two touchdowns here, you're not really in in, in good. So, (laughs) really kind of embarrassing, I feel like. Just just rough, um, mm. but uh, a good road win for the Cardinals, who seem to always have a number on the Seahawks they do. on the road. It's, it's, they it's do. weird. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we'll move on. Um, just a nice win for the Chargers at home. They kind of almost blew it. They really almost blew the game at the end. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, they, they found a way to get a touchdown uh, at the end there and uh, to pull away uh, 41-37. to A good win uh, at home, and... Tony, I'll let you take away the next game. Oh, God. Um, they has got their offensive coordinator fired after this game. Uh, that's all I really need to know. Tony, take it away. Agreed. Yep. Uh, 
this would be uh, this was a huge game for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. This uh, currently on a two game losing streak. Tom Brady has never lost three straight, and he kept that streak going uh, with a much needed win on Monday night against the Giants, thirty to ten. Uh, Brady pretty much had his way with the uh, Giants defense. He kind of uh, could throw to whoever he wanted to. Uh, there was four wide receivers that had six catches or more, um, and a total of 10 different players had at least one catch in the game. Uh, on the other side, Daniel Jones just making a lot of mistakes. Um, that offense looked really subpar at best. Uh, 23 completions, only 167 yards. Um, Saquon Barkley was stuffed up pretty well. Uh, Kadarius Tony was somewhat of a, I wouldn't say a bright spot, but it was somewhat of a positive note for what he did. Um, he was able to get, win a couple one-on-ones and get a couple first downs for them. But, uh, yeah, uh, Brady got his buddy back at tight end and him and Gronk, uh, as well as Mike, uh, Evans, had uh, had really so uh, really spectacular games and uh, much needed win for Tampa as they uh, really f- are going to go into the the bulk part of their schedule. So this was a very vital win, I would say. I believe next week they play at Tennessee, um, so that should be a or is it Tennessee? Hold on. Oh no, I'm sorry, Indianapolis. My bad, my bad. They play at Indianapolis next Sunday, so definitely uh, this was a huge win for them. But yeah, that's really all I got to say, unless you guys got anything else. Right. Um, it's interesting to see what um, the court, new coordinator, I think it's uh, Freddie Kitchens. Uh, I think that's going to be the new play caller. Um, it's interesting to see how he's going to use Kadarius Tony because he's explosive and they need to get him the ball ASAP. Um, but uh, Parker, did you have any thoughts on this one? Um. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's still doing his thing at 44. Did you guys see him uh, running and he got up and was like, <laughs> That's a beauty. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is pumped no matter how many first downs he gets on the ground. Not 10 yards, 11. Right. Don't forget right. that. Exactly, exactly. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I mean, a pretty ex- expected win. Um, and, you know, they improve after kind of stumbling last week, so. Right. Getting back well, on track. Yeah, I agree. Good win. Uh, thanks for that, Tony and Parker. And that's going to kind of close it um, on the um, the review side, but uh, it's going to open it up uh, to the prediction side. We are in, what is it, week 13. It is here, guys. We are at Turkey Day, Turkey Weekend football. Uh, just yeah. probably the funnest time of uh year for me i don't know i just enjoy this this whole vibe of turkey family and football but uh, uh we'll, we'll st- <laughs> yeah we'll start with some uh the rankings i'll pull them up here but uh tony while i'm pulling it up i don't know if you have it up yet is there anything on here that's just crazy that stands out i know clemson made it in there but uh what do you got they did uh a big spot uh kind of expected but again just kind of a huge uh punch in the gut for them oregon down Eight spots from three to eleven. Um, Michigan State goes from uh, seventh to twelfth with their horrible loss on the road. Um, Wake Forest also with their really disappointing loss at uh, on the road at Clemson. They drop eight spots as well from tenth to eighteenth. 
Um, I believe uh, Utah surprisingly only went up four spots despite that pretty solid win against Oregon. But uh, I kind of thought they would go up a little bit more than that, but I guess that's just how it is. Um, Only change inside the top four. Obviously, uh, Georgia stays number one, Ohio State and Alabama switch positions, and Oregon drops out of the top four, so that means uh, Cincinnati will take the fourth spot in the college football playoff rankings. So that's what I was on. Yeah, Parker, I wanted to ask you, since you watched uh, Bama, are you kind of surprised at Bama dropping one spot and switching with Ohio State, or do you think that was kind of warranted with how Bama kept it close? Um, I think that Ohio State is really finding their groove right now. And, you know, they're really playing full games, you know, against good teams, even on defense, which, you know, isn't really, you know, necessarily uh, known for that. But uh, they got some good players in defense and they are, you know, showing out. And I, I think Bama's defense is uh, just not as strong this year as it was in previous years. And, uh, I think that Ohio State is just – I mean, they blew out Michigan State last week. So, I i think that, yeah, they deserve to be uh, – they deserve to hop them for sure. Right. And uh, even if you're Cincinnati, I'm sure you're not going to get too mad at these rankings. I know their team is 11-0, and but um, there's nothing really that they can do because the schedule is having them play teams that are not on the same, you know, skill level as these top teams. So, it's kind of understandable that they aren't, you know t- – Mm-hmm. Other than that, I, I think uh, we'll, we'll move on to the schedule here. Uh, and Tony, we'll start with uh, Ole Miss on the road uh, visiting Mississippi State. <laughs> um, yes. This should be a good uh, test for uh, Ole Miss. But, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Definitely. So we'll have our annual Egg Bowl, the uh, matchup of the two Mississippi teams. Uh, Matt Corral will be playing in his, I believe, fourth and final um, Egg Bowl, as, and he will be matched up against Mike Leach's explosive offense when it, <laughs> if it works. Uh, some games it looks amazing. Other games it looks absolutely uh, anemic. But um, definitely a Mississippi State, a two-point favorite, uh, mm. despite Ole Miss being not ranked ninth. But uh, So I don't really know where that I, I probably because of their win last week against uh, or two weeks ago against Auburn, maybe. But uh, definitely, uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Ole Miss on this one. I think Ole Miss and Matt Corral with their experience, they get the job done on the road. Twenty-seven uh, seventeen. How about you, Parker? I'm gonna have to um, you know be on your side as well. I think uh, Ole Miss behind Matt Corral is gonna prevail um, against Mississippi State and. This one, I think, is going to be, it's going to be kind of close, you know, kind of like like Tony said, Mississippi State has a, a, a pretty good defense, so I think Ole Miss scores uh, thirty, and Mississippi uh, hangs in there with twenty six. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I think Ole Miss is going to take this one on the road. Matt Corral's had a good year. Um, I don't know if he's a Heisman candidate, probably not, but um, probably just a top uh, contender for being a, one of the top quarterbacks uh, coming out uh, to the NFL. But um, I'm going to say 34-27 Ole Miss uh, on the road. I don't know. I'd throw him in there. I'd definitely yeah, throw him in there. He, he's a battler, so uh, I appreciate the battle he has. Uh, he, he's, he's shown this year, so um, definitely a fan of his. So um, we'll move on. 
to San Diego State. They'll be hosting Boise State 7-4. and four. And Tony, before the show, you talked about how Boise State was kind of on a roll. So do you think that uh, there's a possibility that there's a upset a brewing here? Because I do see Boise State as two and a half favorites. <laughs> two point Def- favorites. Definitely. Games combined on defense, uh, or over the last three games, their defense has allowed just a total of 27 points over three games. Mm -hmm. Uh, 14 points three weeks ago, two weeks ago, only allowed 13 points. And then this past week, they had a shutout on defense. Um, So I think kind of similar to, um, uh, I think we were talking about someone in the NFL, but I guess this is a kind of, go off that they're they're kind of playing uh their best at this time of the year so i think the, they're peaking so i think uh i think boise state gets the win here um i have them winning 31 to 20 uh, how about you park um i think i'm gonna pick the upset on this one as well i think boise state's gonna come in and you know they're gonna be just following that those this uh, hot streak, and I think they're going to win 31 to 28. Like a pretty close Ooh. game. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, I think Boise State's going to be putting up a big performance here on the road. Um, just statistically, they, they're just good in every category, and I'm going to take them here. Um, I'll say 37 to 31 uh, on the road, uh, Boise State, and we will move on to – uh, Wisconsin at Minnesota. I'm not sure, Tony, what they battle for. <laughs> I'm not really good at those, but uh, <laughs> okay. um, do you do you think Minnesota has a chance on this one? So, first of all, I will say it is the battle of the Paul Bunyan's axe. Paul Bunyan's axe. It is a giant axe, the rivalry trophy. And you know what? I'm taking the Aram method here. I'm speaking it into existence because <laughs> I want it to happen. Minnesota Gophers. 2017 upset of the season. No, not, not of the season, but upset. Get ready of, to be let down. <laughs> no. uh, upset for uh, Minnesota. 27, 20 to 17, excuse me. Uh, I would completely understand if neither of you vote or agree with me. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. That was quick. I am not okay. going to be on your side uh, with this one. I've, I've seen these these games happen too many times, and mm-hmm. I know exactly what's a Bruin at the Bank Stadium, now Huntington, formerly right. TCF Bank Stadium. So I think it's going to be kind of a rather high-scoring game for Wisconsin and a kind of mediocre game for Minnesota. I think – uh, it's going to be 35 to 20 uh, based on Wisconsin's pretty stout defense and their solid running game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this game is going to be played in 30 degree weather, so it's going to be a cold one. Um, but Tony, you're, you're on your own here, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, 27-13. Just do not see Minnesota pulling this out. Uh, they are very piss poor at home at times. I don't blame you. Yeah, uh, but uh, this one I'm sure is very intriguing for you, Tony. Um, don't know what they call it as well, but it's basically Ohio State University, uh, second ranked at five ranked Michigan, um, and this is probably Jim Harbaugh coaching for his job. Ah, not coaching for his job, but uh, his reputation's on the line. I mean, how many big games are you going to lose uh, before? 
Has he ever yeah. beat Ohio State? Nope. I, I don't think Never. so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to harp on Jim Harbaugh all the time. But he doesn't impress me as a head coach in these big games. Uh, Tony, do you, yeah, do you see uh, anything changing here? I don't. Uh, also, this is called the game. There is no uh, rivalry trophy <laughs> except uh, this. Uh, basically, bragging rights over the other team and uh, also the so- all the social media trolls for the next 365 days. So, Ohio State will playing uh, formerly known as the team up north. Um, that's what I'm going to call them because I don't. I don't like the M word. <laughs> but uh, so I think Ohio State's going to go into the big house and defeat the team from up north. Uh, I have Ohio State's offense continuing to hum. I do think Michigan keeps it somewhat close, but uh, I have Ohio State 45 24. V! Perfect. Do you want to add on this one? I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I just love your enthusiasm, Tony. And um, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. Uh, that team is not going to beat um, Ohio State. I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to see, you know, these, these wide receivers, you know, prove that, you know, one, two, and probably three, and, and even the fourth string are probably better than, you know, uh, that team's wide receivers. And, um <laughs> If you just look at the stats here, the offensive stats, um, Ohio State is first in total yards, 10th in passing, and first in points. And when you're doing that kind of stuff, I I think it's kind of hard to pick against that. And I uh, I think Ohio State is going to win rather handedly. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 33 Ohio State and that team uh, 20. (laughs) Yeah, I'm – I'm going to go with Ohio State, big on the road, 38-20. to 20. I just don't trust Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think C.J. Stroud is just going to flex his muscles again, uh, but this time on the road. Uh, yeah, 38-20. to 20. Uh, And that's going to move us on to uh, one of the uh, classic matchups all the time. Uh, Tony, we have uh, three Alabama at Auburn. Uh, do you expect uh, another punt return or just a kick return <laughs> touchdown to end the game uh, for an Auburn win? Or what, what do you think? It answered prayer. Uh, I don't think so, but I think um, I think you're going to get your scrappy uh, Auburn Alabama game that we usually see almost every year. Um, we no matter how great Alabama is, we always see Auburn kind of stay in there and take them punches and really stay in the game. So I think um, I think Alabama does get the win just because all around they're the better team. But I think uh, I think Auburn keeps it close. So I have uh, Alabama winning 35 to 27. How okay. about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm going to you know be on your side with this one with the high scoring you know, affair. I think Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, hitting his stride. It's really nice to see, you know, after the letdown of Spencer Rattler, that these these other quarterbacks have kind of you know swarmed in and they've they've taken that number one quarterback and kind of ran with it and and you're seeing improvements from from Bryce Young you know every week you're seeing great things coming from uh, C.J. Stroud and you know it's just nice to see these these young quarterbacks um, that are kind of dominating and like really earning that you know Heisman nod. And, mm-hmm. you know, just another another players, you know, Bryce Young, who's just balling out right now. And I think, you know, Alabama's going to win big, 38 to 20. 
Yeah, I, I am with you, Parker. I think uh, Bama wins big as well, 42-16. Um, Bryce, Ooh. Bryce, uh, not Bryce Love. <laughs> Bryce, I, yeah, I don't blame uh, you. He's uh, just hitting a stride as well and had a good game last week. Um, so, yeah, 42-16, I think they went big on the road. Um, and that's going to take us to Oregon State. Sorry, Oregon, where uh, Oregon State's <laughs> going to be visiting. Uh, and, Tony, you got to think that Oregon is back after just a terrible performance last week. Uh, this is kind of a must win. Agreed. Uh, we're going to Eugene. So we're going to see uh, the, the matchup of orange versus green. Uh, I like the color green, and I'm going with the color green in this one. I, I don't – again, I don't think honestly hmm. – um, I think this is a close game. I don't think Oregon wins it like outright, but I have Oregon getting the win. I think Anthony. Uh, oh, I'm really drawing a blank on his name right now. Brown. Son of a Anthony Brown. Thank you so much. Uh, I think Anthony Brown plays good enough to win um, against a stingy Oregon State team that uh, honestly has proven a lot this year. Eligible for the first time since 2013, I believe, or 26, something like that them and uh unfortunately i think oregon gets the win here though uh 24 20 how about you parker yeah i'm gonna go with uh oregon getting the win against oregon state as well um i don't know if, if you've seen this you guys but on the stats according to the stats their home matchup um Oregon six and zero at home, and Oregon State is one and four on the road, and I think Ooh. that that is uh, you know something to to keep an eye on as I think uh, they're gonna you know descend to one and five on the road with a loss at thirty to seventeen. Okay. Um, well, before I give you guys my prediction, I kind of want to let you guys know what happened. Uh, Anthony Brown last week, uh, so Oregon <laughs> lost big, right? And watching the, the Oregon offense, um, there was a play where Anthony Brown, he, he threw a, a screen pass uh, into the turf. Receiver, uh, getting up, he, he motioned towards his quarterback, telling him it was too low. And on the, on the, the commentary on the game, they were, they were pointing that out and how his wide receivers were getting frustrated with Anthony Brown. Uh, and there's a, there's a big just monkey in the room or elephant in the room, and I'm – this week, but uh, players are not happy with Brown. And like I said, I don't think Anthony Brown's playing his natural position. I'm not even sure why he's their starting quarterback, but he is. Uh-huh. Um, they're going to have to figure it out because they are in the thick of things at the moment. Um, and I think they're going to get a win here, honestly. They'll get a big win, uh, 36 to 30. Um, and I think Anthony Brown, I think he tosses a couple touchdowns uh, just to kind of silence everybody. But uh, yeah, 36 to 30, Oregon. Uh, and we will move on. Uh, uh, they're not ranked. Uh, surprisingly, they'll be uh, visiting Michigan State and uh, Tony. Kind of a rebound opportunity for Michigan State here. Definitely, uh, I think um, being back home after that really brutal loss on the road to Ohio State will pay them uh, a fortune. Um, Penn State coming off a great performance against Rutgers, twenty-eight uh, nothing shutout win. For them, so they're going to be definitely coming in with a lot of momentum. But I, I just think Michigan State at home is going to be too much. Um, that's where they've done their damage all all year, um, and I think they'll continue to do that. Um, so I think Michigan State gets the win, thirty-one twenty-one. How about you, Parker? Wow, 
Um, I just am, am writing down Michigan State's score, and I have 31. I have not picked Penn State's score yet, but I agree oh. with you. Uh, I think Michigan State wins um, this game at home against their Big Ten rival. Um, where, like you said, they've been you know winning games at home this year, mm-hmm. and that continue. Uh, I think they win thirty-one to twenty-three. Oh, thirty-one twenty-three. Okay. Um, I think uh, Michigan State they win at home here. Um, I think it's going to be pretty easily. Uh, easily, I think Michigan State they they rebound from their bad loss. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to say, uh, let's say thirty-one to. 21, why not? <laughs> Michigan State uh, at home with the win. That's what Tony um, picked. Oh, well, Tony, That's on the same fine. train as you, buddy. Uh, hey, moving I'll on take to it. probably, yeah, moving on to probably the <laughs> second game of the week. Um, we have 10th ranked Oklahoma at 7th ranked Oklahoma State. Uh, Tony, can you debunk this one? Who do you think is going to win here? Definitely. So we have Bedlam. This is a wonderful classic annual matchup of the two Oklahoma teams. Um, Oklahoma usually being the big brother. Oklahoma State has won a couple Big 12 titles, but um, Oklahoma always will seem to have the uh, the uh, the last laugh. However, this game is being played at Oklahoma State, and you know what? Prime time, I think at home, they're going to appreciate that. Their defense has been playing spectacular. They've gotten some great contributions. Actually, also to continue the trend, uh, in their last game, they shut out Texas Tech, who is a very stingy vertical offensive team, uh, somewhat similar to Oklahoma. So definitely a, maybe something to come uh, from that. But I have uh, so I have Oklahoma State winning a shootout, uh, forty-five to thirty-eight. Go Pokes! How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm gonna actually be on your side with this one as well. I think um, Oklahoma State wins. At home, but I'm gonna say that it's gonna it's gonna be a rather close game. Uh, I think that we've seen Oklahoma's offense st- struggle at times, and I think that Oklahoma State has a, a fairly good defense. And I think it's gonna be uh, a rather close game. I got it uh, being 27 to 20. 27 to 20. Yeah, this is a tough game. I, I think Caleb Williams has a chance to maybe steal one here on the road, but. Just the fact that he's going up against a really tough defense, I don't know. I did, I just didn't see it from him uh, last week or the week before um, to, to prove to me that he can win this game on the road. So I'm going to take Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah, I'm going to say 27-20. to 20. Did anybody say that, or is that, am I the only one 27-20 here? No, that's <laughs> me too. I just said oh, yeah. Parker just said. <laughs> Sorry, I thought, you, I thought you said 21. My fault. Okay, so 21. Oklahoma State uh, with the win. Um, just a good game, I think, is going to be on our hands there. But – uh, next game, yeah, we'll go to uh, LSU where where uh, they are not ranked, but they'll be hosting uh, Texas A and M. Uh, Tony, uh, you got to think that Texas A and M uh, wins on the road, but it will not be a an easy test here uh, at LSU. Agreed. Uh, this these or uh, <laughs> this matchup. This, these, that. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, since joining the SEC. Uh, Texas A&M has always had spectacular and very entertaining matchups against LSU. Um, they will be going to Baton Rouge. They're in New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Uh, but, yes, I think uh, Texas A&M has enough firepower, and I think they get the job done. We've, we've seen 
Hayward's not enough consistency, and I think that will uh, be their downfall. So I have Texas and winning a somewhat close game, uh, 28-24. Okay. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm going to have uh, Texas A&M coming in and kind of laying uh, kind of a, an old-fashioned beatdown on uh, the LSU Tigers. Uh, I think they went 34-20 to 20 in a, kind of a, just a, a good hard-running game from uh, their team on offense. And I think LSU, they've just kind of uh, – the season's a, kind of a lost year. Definitely. Right. Yeah, well, they'll be uh, losing their head coach, and I was actually holding my breath because you said 34 and I said 34, but you, wow. I'm going to go 27. Um, Texas A&M with the win, um, and that's going to close the door um, on the college uh, predictions, um, and we'll open it up to the NFL, and we'll get uh, three games actually coming up here. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to um, – predict and maybe talk about it a little bit uh the bears the vikings and the buccaneers but um most of these games will just kind of speed through them and just give us our picks uh, if you want to say something we, about it you can are we doing news uh before yeah, that yeah before the the predictions we'll go over some stuff that's gone on okay i know we kind of mentioned earlier uh matt Nagy. Uh, by the way parker thank you very much <laughs> for bringing that up uh we'll talk <laughs> about uh some news here and then uh, a news piece out of the the vikings uh, Minnesota, where uh, a player uh, had a situation go on. But we'll start with uh, Matt Nagy. And uh, Parker, you want to take it away with that? Yeah. Um, I would like to take it away with that. And I'd like to just take away Matt Nagy from the Bears. Because <laughs> this guy is just uh, a, a person I just don't want to – wouldn't want around a, a, a team of men who want to win games. I think he's – in Mamby in Mamby Pamby Land and Dreamland and whatever you like to call it, Mamby Pamby Land. These these these, these conversations mm. that that he has with the ownership is is just it's it sounds so childish and so high schoolish. And why can't you just come out to the media and say and say what actually happened? Why do you have to sit here and say? Me and me and Ryan Pace and the ownership have co- we are, have a cooperation. It's a cooperation. I mean, it's just absolutely embarrassingly elementary to have this kind of front office and this kind of puppet dancing of Matt Nagy in the in the, pre- in the press. And you guys, it's just I'm just full of it. I'm sick of it. Uh, you know, I sent you that 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 video of, uh, <laughs> at Matthew Nagy's son's um, football game over the weekend, his high school football game, uh, and the ultimate, the ultimate chant broke out. the 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 ultimate, you know, smackdown. You know, he's he's down for the count. Chant at his son's high school football game. You know, most would think it is a savage thing for the for those those high schoolers to do that. But you know, if, if you're a Bears fan, you're sitting here going, you know, enough is enough. I mean, obviously, if you did your job, what you you know hired to do, then you wouldn't be getting your name chanted at a football game, and you wouldn't look like a clown on the sidelines with your hands on your knees the whole game when you know you're not going to win. And it's just. He deserves to be fired. There was a, a leaked rumor that he was going to be fired after this 
upcoming Thanksgiving game. But uh, if reports Matt Nagy said were not true in the, his post-game press or his uh, weekly presser, he stated that he has not talked to the ownership this week and, and he has not uh, spoken with them. And that is just a lie and that uh, he has, he, he's focused on Detroit and winning Detroit's game. And uh, he's not focused on the future. He says just on Detroit's game. And it's, it's, it's just, you know, at this point, you guys, it's just, it's a clown house. It's a fun house. They don't care about winning football games. They don't care about getting good players. They care about being mediocrity and squeaking in and playing Bears football and Bears football, run, run game, defense, 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 defense. And it's just it's just sickening to watch year after year after year. And, and these guys, these, these hooligans in the front office, they just – they just don't have a clue. And I guess uh, George McCaskey today spoke with players after practice and said uh, that um, he ensured them that Matthew Nagy was not going to get fired, which it's, it's a weird dynamic here, uh, you guys. From what I hear in Chicago, the players like Matthew Nagy <laughs> as a coach, <laughs> right? They like Matthew Nagy as a coach. But – it's weird because then you have a player like like Justin Fields who uh, uh, it's just it's just really rumor city leak city coming out in Chicago right now but um it it was leaked that Justin Fields has been pissed and frustrated at Matt Nagy for for about 2 months since he's you know pretty much taken over at quarterback because you know you guys know when you go from a system at Ohio State where you have the freedom to do anything that you want and then you go to the NFL, and your head coach and your and your schemers are are so elementary that, you know, they are throwing pitches on third and five because they they don't know what else to call in their playbook, passing the you know the ball. So I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna finish this season as uh as the coach, and you know that'll be that. Um, do do you have any thoughts on that, uh, Tony? Do you think uh, that there's any merit? Do you think that you know where there's smoke, there's there could be fire? Possibly. Um, I don't really believe the whole thing where he said he spoke with uh, the management, or he's like, well, management hasn't told me. Well, they wouldn't tell you if you're going to get fired because I, I just I, I don't know. I can't. I just don't think they would tell him ahead of time. Hey, you're gonna be done. I just think that they would rather. Is, just... It's strange. It is strange. So that's kind of my only thing on. I, I don't think that he's spoken to them, and I think that it's really up to them to really. I don't. I don't think they have to sit. The ma- I don't think management has to be like, yeah, we got to speak with Matt Nagy before we fire him. It's just if you fire him, you fire him. I mean, just because you think he deserves coach. to be fired. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Simple. <answer. laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, do you think that possibly he could get extended? You could make that argument because if the Bears somehow finish the season in, you know, on a somewhat positive note, yeah, it, it's it's crazy that that you guys, you know, we we talked about the stats in the last portion of the show where six point six yards in the first half, and 
or, uh, points. points in the first half and all these terrible 32nd ranked offensive stats. And somehow he's made the playoffs two out of the last three years. <laughs> that is just blows my mind that, 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 that this team made the playoffs. And it, it, it's, it really is nuts. So, Ram, do you have any thoughts um, about your division rival, Matthew Nagy? In Chicago, do you? I mean, you probably want him to stay in Chicago uh, for many years to come as a Vikings fan. As a Vikings fan, he could go because he dominates us no matter what. <laughs> he was uh, right. He, I think he's five and one against you guys over his tenure. <laughs> right. He'd he'd love to stay with uh with the Bears just to play us. Um, honestly, you know it's kind of sloppy um, in Chicago right now. There's just so many rumors. You just want it to end and just. I want to stop other people from beating around the bush and just get get it out there. I mean, if they want to let him go, just let him go now um, instead of waiting for the end of the year. Um, it's kind of the same situation with Zimmer, but the thing is Zimmer has a team that's ready to win, and the Bears are very depleted right now with injuries and uh, a developing rookie quarterback. So um, if they're going to make the move, just make the move and stop beating around the bush. That, that's, that's my thought on it. I don't think there's any I, benefits of waiting. I mean, I agree. It's It's – it's it's nuts to see like their their approach and, and mentality to this. I mean, there really is a chance, you guys, that Justin Fields could be in a in prison for the next four to the you know three to four years if if they extend uh, Nagy. Mm-hmm. It it, it right. could get it could be bad now, you guys. But if these guys are still in office next year and the year after that. We're in deep trouble. We're in deep trouble. There's, it, it's just not looking too bright. Right. Agreed. And Mark, I don't know if you had any other things to talk about. Um, if you had uh, anything on, yeah, him. I mean, just a pre- a few little like minor news. Uh, you know, like we uh, we mentioned um, earlier, uh, his his toe, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' toe, is bothering him, and uh, you know that could very well uh, sideline him, you know, in the future if it gets any worse. But I think he's going to try to power through it. But uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be returning to the lineup. Um, Jared Goff could possibly start tomorrow against the Bears. And other than that, uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be out um, as well. So kind of a depleted Saints team. Um, on a short week, uh, not really looking good. And uh, the only kind of transactional news was uh, Houston cut Philip Lindsay, and the Dolphins claimed him off of waivers. And uh, Maram, that uh, that'll conclude uh, my news. Uh, you can talk about uh, your Vikings pass rusher in Minnesota and the news surrounding him today. Right. And okay, I I, I want to go back one second. Oh. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a, a toe that's bothering him. He has a toe that's broken. Okay, it's <laughs> so broken. It's, but it's, still yeah, it's more than bothering him. And he showed it on the press conference. <laughs> I know, I've seen that. that he's just strange. something else. He's, he's this he's year's a strange guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, you know what he did? He updated his uh, Twitter to the it's picture dope. of him with his helmet off as his background. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's laying on the ground with like his helmet like halfway up his face or whatever, and then mm-hmm. his profile picture is his foot. <laughs> I'm all for it. He's soaking in his life and 
He's a starting quarterback, and he's yeah, this is with. this is Aaron Rodgers' world. We're just living in it. Right, exactly. But uh, <laughs> he really did show it. <laughs> right, Tony, I'm sorry, I'm just check. looking at it. I yeah. love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, moving on, we have uh, a scary situation going on, uh, and I was tracking. I got a lot of news and alerts from Twitter. Um, there was. Um, so first, it's I'll tell you guys the player is Everson Griffin, the the pass rusher for the Vikings. He's been with the Vikings for uh, five six years, drafted back in I think around 2011-2012. But uh, basically, uh, his it it didn't start off too well this morning. He uh, posted a video of him holding a a forty five. I don't know how to say it, but a a pistol. Um, He took a video of him holding a pistol and yelling at somebody outside of his his home and um after further investigation there was nobody um at his home or trying to get in his home and uh, keep in mind that this is a married man that has two to three i think he has three kids but he was living alone at this time and in the past he's had to deal with a lot of mental uh illness um just his illness uh mentally and he's gone to, I'm not sure where he's gone, but he's he's gotten treatment for it, and he actually had to step away from the game a couple of years ago with his Viking stint um, for for a little bit there. I believe it was just a couple of years ago, and it shut him down the whole season. And it was a men- mental il- uh, illness issue, and it kind of creeped up again in kind of a serious episode this morning where he was taking a video of somebody apparently breaking in, but he was all by himself. Nobody was trying to break in. And actually was standing off with the police inside of his home until I would say uh, late afternoon. He was he didn't want to get outside. The police were trying to talk to him. A, b- a bunch of players came over. I think even the GM Rick Spielman came over uh, and tried to have a talk mm. with Everson Griffin. But it looks like this uh, mental issue that uh, is going on with him is just it, it's there again. And you know I, I won't be surprised if if I see the same kind of result where he'll have to step away from the game, but. Just as a person, it's not good to see this kind of stuff being posted on social media. Well, it wasn't good to see the way he was. He he looked. He didn't look. He didn't look, you know, healthy at all. It looked like he was actually seeing some stuff. So um, I, I hope that he gets, you know, help. It's it's not good to see somebody like this, uh, um, especially just posting it on Instagram and uh, all the people looking at it. And it just, he just didn't look healthy. So. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you saw anything like this, but uh, I guess just what are your thoughts on this? If you did, or if you didn't, honestly, this is news to me. I I'll be a hundred percent honest. And until um, uh, before I saw our chat earlier, I had no idea of this. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, it is very serious, and I really do feel for Everson. Um, it really is a mental health is a real thing, and I, I think this is a definite. Um, proving point of that Um, everyone handles things differently and it's really sad to see him kind of going through this tough and dark time in his life right now but um, all I can really do is kind of just hope and say that uh, I hope he gets the help that he needs and hopefully the uh, support Um, obviously you said Rick Spielman and a lot of people in the Vikings organization coming over so that's you love to see that because um, it's good to have your team and the organization standing behind you um, Mm -hmm. when you're going through a tough time. So I think that's a little bit of a class act by them. And again, just hopefully he gets the help that he needs and hopefully he can recover and 
maybe when they get back to uh, where he was uh, before all this kind of spiraled out of control. But mm-hmm. yeah. do you got anything to add, Parker? Yeah, I I think that you know personally, I I think that he should probably just step away from the game, um, in, until he can you know really be for sure that that these episodes uh, you know won't haunt him um, anymore with you know having to you know worry about you know film film and uh, studying and you know getting ready to play in front of many you know hundreds of thousands of people eyes every week uh you know that can be you know a lot to deal with and probably stepping away from the game for you know even if it's you know two or three weeks you know might uh be a a huge benefit for him so hopefully he can get back onto the field but if uh if he can't uh hopefully he can you know at, at least find peace right and i don't know the details of it yet but i'm just it's it doesn't add up because he is married and has kids and was not with them um, the morning of the the, the incident. So uh, he's if he's not living sure. with his children, it could be just a serious situation. So um, mm-hmm. we we won't uh, talk about this too long. I just hope he gets uh, the help he needs. So I uh, appreciate the insight on that one, guys. But uh, honestly, I don't have anything else to to really report. Uh, Parker, you hit on some injuries uh, and uh, Philip Lindsay getting cut and then getting picked up. So. Uh, that's about it. I think what we'll do is, uh, well, this first game, we'll, we'll go in depth on it and talk about it a little bit, but then we'll kind of fly through these, give our predictions right away, and uh, we'll uh, close the episode. But uh, for now, we'll start with the 11:30 Turkey Day game, the, the classic Chicago Bears at Detroit Lions. And Parker, you mentioned it. Uh, Jared Goff has expected to play. So uh, they, they get their quarterback back. Do you think... I, I hate asking you this, Parker. Or sorry, well, we'll hit we'll hit you, Parker, uh, after Tony. But uh, Tony, do you think that uh, Detroit will uh, find their way to get their first win? I do. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, sorry, oh. Tony. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Uh, I'm Not actually going to be the uh, positive uh, end of the spectrum here. I think Bears get the win. Uh, I think Detroit's defense, or excuse me, Detroit's offense just continues to really struggle. Um, we saw how bad they've been over the last couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, I mean, almost keeping pace with the Browns there. So I'll, I'll give their defense a little bit of credit. But um, I, I just think uh, Dalton and I think the Bears offense will make some plays. And I think this will maybe be kind of a, just a game where they can kind of go out and prove themselves, hopefully. But uh, <laughs> I have Chicago winning uh, 21-7. Twenty-one to seven. Wow. Well, if that were the case, and they did win twenty-one to seven, I believe that would, I'll be outscoring Matt Nagy's uh, career average by nearly eight points, which would be a shocker to see him score. You know that, especially, you know, with the uh, kind of team that he has. I mean, we've seen a a classic uh, game last week from from Nagy where he, you know, just has nothing going on the whole game and then Andy Dalton comes in and somehow magically you know he he starts like we start scoring points after you know Justin Fields was in and we abandoned you know everything that was going well and I think you know this game is just going to be a lot of the same uh, I I I would I would hope that you know if you are a Chicago Bears fan 
Uh, you know, Tony, I know that, that you are and you're hoping that they win or picking them to win anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would I would almost cheer for a loss in this situation just to, you know, kind of wake up Virginia's eyes as to seeing what exactly is on the field right now and to see that, you know, we're losing to Detroit now. You know, that's how bad it is in Chicago. We're losing to Detroit now. So it's it's – it's a rule as an NFC North team that, you know, you just – you can lose to the Packers, you know. You can lose to the Vikings. You can – you know, if you're a Vikings fan, you can lose to the Bears, but you can never lose to the Lions. And if the Bears lose to the Lions tomorrow, it is – it's it's just has to be done. You have to fire Matt Nagy. And if he's not, then we are – we know what these uh, – what these uh, – owners and you know chair people want and i think uh, detroit is is gonna have a little resurgence with you know jared goff uh, being able to play i think they're gonna win um 27 to 13 because that's what they average 13 (laughs) well i'm gonna say 27 14 by chicago um i think dalton creates a little bit more oh you guys I think uh, just his experience is going to just, I guess, kind of yeah. get the Bears some points at this point. Uh, they need it. Uh, Matt Nagy is going to be coaching for his job at this point. Um, and I think they'll show out a little bit here. Montgomery, he's still a great back, and they still have a decent enough defense to stop Detroit. 27-14 to 14 Bears. Um, and, yeah, that's going <laughs> to close that one. Uh, hopefully, uh, Perky, you get to see. I, I, don't, I don't know what you want to see. But I do want to remind you guys that back in, I think it was week four when they played, or week five or something, that it was a three-point game, I believe. Or maybe that's it was right. a ten-point game. I don't know what close. it was, but it was very close. So I, I just want to point that out. Mm-hmm. And that right. was back when they had Mac and everyone playing. Now they don't. Well, um, I think uh, actually Bears will will win. I don't know, but uh, yeah. For so for now, um, like I said, we'll stop at the Bucks and we'll stop stop at the Vikings. But we're gonna we're gonna do a kind of a a quick paced uh, lightning um, style round here where uh, we're just gonna get our picks. You can get a quick thought in, but um, we'll start with uh, Dallas at home, or sorry, we'll go next uh, to Dallas at home uh, against the. Eaton at this point. Um, and watching the, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Tony, do you have any thoughts on this one real quickly? Uh, just uh, I think uh, with the Turkey Day and it being in Dallas, I think Prescott and the offense, I think we'll get things turned around. Um, so I have uh, – and, and I think, honestly, Las Vegas is the perfect opponent for them to kind of bounce back on because we saw them. They're, mm-hmm. they're definitely falling off. So I have Dallas uh, 31-23. How about you, Parker? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be on your track as well. I think Dallas uh, is going to be eating those turkey legs uh, today or tomorrow, rather. Uh, and they're going to win. Um, we're going to go to 17. Okay, I'm going to say 31 to 24. Dallas, they always seem to perform well on Thanksgiving, except for when Buffalo came and kind of crapped on their parade. <laughs> but uh, that is not uh, the case anymore. Um, and we'll move on. Uh, actually, Buffalo, they'll be in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. And I, th- I just don't think the Saints have enough firepower on offense to keep up. And I think the struggling Bills offense will get back uh, on board. And I think Josh Allen will have a good game, rebound game on the road. Uh, and I think they're going to win. Uh, but, uh, Tony, you can take it away. 
Definitely. Uh, I again, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit uh, in the earlier. Uh, Buffalo just is really coming in uh, against the New Orleans team that has a lot of uh, issues and kind of uh, missing pieces. Trevor Simeon definitely one of those pieces, but uh, yeah, I just think this is a get right game for Buffalo. I think they get back to doing what they're doing and um, they go streaking. So I, I think uh, Buffalo 31 21 in this matchup. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm going to be with, with you on this one again, Tony. I think Buffalo is going to, uh, you know, prove that they are, are, you know, better than the record says that, uh, that they are. And I think they're going to win 30 to 14. Hmm. Wow, I I said thirty four sixteen. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting game. We don't usually see these two teams play, uh, and they just get a matchup here on Thanksgiving. So uh, we'll see if we can uh, maybe enjoy this one. But um, yeah, moving on. Uh, sorry, thirty four sixteen Bills. But uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, AFC division collision here. Uh, the Steelers will be visiting the Bengals. Uh, Tony, what do you think? Uh, definitely. So we'll we'll have two great teams, kind of. Oh, two. One uh, team coming in off a, a pretty solid win with a nice running game, and then Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know really what you would call that last game. It was kind of like happy. You're, you're happy the offense finally came through, but the defense uh, definitely did not play their part. So because of that, I have Cincinnati winning this one since they're at home, kind of riding the momentum. Uh, Cincinnati 27-17. How about you, Parker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be with you on that one again, Tony. Uh, I think the Bengals are, you know, they could, they are, uh, man, it's really tough to tell whether they're the first or second best team in their division. I think that they're the second best team, but I think that, you know, they're going to handle business uh, at home. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow connection has been, you know, grooving all year long and continue to groove. And I think they're going to win. Uh, I got it being... Uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. Yeah, I'm with you guys. The yeah, the Bengals. They they play uh good football. They're playing good football. They played awesome uh, against the Raiders. A good uh, recipe for uh, winning games, and I think they'll be kind of carrying this over. Although, um, in Cincinnati, I think we have a different result here. Twenty-six to twenty. Cincinnati, uh, and we will hop over, Tony, to the Buccaneers where Tom Brady and the boys will be in Indianapolis. And this is actually surprisingly a great matchup because the Colts are starting to look really dang. And one player in particular, Jonathan Taylor, he's a machine. Uh, Tony, do you, do you think uh, maybe the Colts have a chance to win this one at home, or do you think uh, Tom Brady and the boys can get it done on the road? I think um... – I think Tampa Bay wins the game, but I think uh, the Colts will definitely show up. And I think Jonathan Taylor will, again, have a great performance. Uh, I don't think he'll have five touchdowns, but I, I think he'll have at least one or two. Excuse me, goodness. Uh, and, but I, I just think Brady, um, he always just finds a way usually on the road. So I have uh, Tampa Bay getting a 30-27 to 27 win on the road. Uh, how about you, Parker? Yeah, I, I'm going to go uh, with Tampa Bay as well, Tony. I think uh, Tom Brady, he's in that kind of part of the season where, you know, right after the bye, he might struggle, but now he's back on track, you know, good back into his groove. And uh, I think it's going to be kind of a high score um, with uh, the kind of offensive, you know, power Jonathan Taylor is, you know, is he, we should probably 
you know, check to make sure he's not a robot or something because that dude <laughs> is is one heck of a player and it, it is really just absolutely, you know, ground ground smashing to see what he did, you know, la- last week in a, a pretty big upset. So I, I think that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win this game and they will find a way to win. I got them winning 34 to 31. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Parker, we have the same we have the same Ooh. prediction here, buddy. I said wow. 31, 34 31 as well. I think the Buccaneers win by field goal. You don't usually see these two teams uh, playing, but uh, here they are, and I think uh, it's a great matchup. Uh, but I think the Buccaneers win by the field goal, thirty-four, thirty-one. Uh, moving on, um, yeah. This one, um, you know, this is a tough one. The the Panthers have shown they can play good defense. Uh, lost a rough one last game, but uh, Tony, uh, what's your score on this one? Definitely, uh, yeah, very tough loss last game. I think Carolina gets. Uh... Gets it right this time. I think Newton and them and the offense get kind of back on track. So I have Carolina winning twenty four thirteen. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be with with you guys. I don't trust uh, the Dolphins one bit in the uh, Panthers. You know, without Sam Darnold, uh, I think that they they look kind of uh, you know better, uh, a way better team offensively, more more structured team and. Uh, I think uh, Carolina does win on the road. I think they're going to win uh, twenty-six to thirteen. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to say twenty-six to sixteen. Parker, we're very close here. Uh, again, um, I think hmm. the Panthers win. Uh, the Dolphins at times they just you know don't look good, and their record kind of shows that they're four and seven. Uh, but yeah, so twenty-six sixteen Panthers. Uh, moving on, we have the Patriots and the Titans. Good matchup. I wish. Uh, Derrick Henry is playing to make him a better matchup, but uh, that's not the case. Tony, uh, the Patriots are on fire, and they are favored to win here. What, what do you think? You know what? I'm riding the momentum, too. I just I, I gush over what uh, they have Mac Jones doing in that offense. It's so just fun to watch. Um, and uh, because of them being at home, I think also they'll, they'll have that momentum. So I think uh, New England gets the, I guess, somewhat surprising well, they're they're actually the favorite, so I'll say that they get the win, um, twenty seven twenty four. How about you, Bart? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be with New England too. They've kind of been my uh, my little dark horse team the whole year. Rom was, you know, <laughs> doubting me earlier in the year when I was uh, picking <laughs> the uh, Patriots, and he would uh, have to you know bite his words on on that uh, you know coming up here. So. I've been right with them the past, uh, I don't know, maybe three weeks now. So I'm going to you know, continue to ride Bill Belichick's, uh, you know, that little meme where he's smirking. You know, that's, what he, that's what he's doing because he he's currently sits atop the AFC East. And uh, who, who would have thought, you know, year one with Mac Jones, uh, top of the AFC East and probably you know a good chance to win the AFC East and uh you know saying that with all that being said I think they they win on a on a a kind of uh you know now that Tennessee's here you guys we forgot to mention AP got waived Golden Tate got signed to the the, uh, Titans which I was gonna ask Aram and 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 you Tony as well do you guys think that he got kind of shelled too quick yeah, I just don't think it's the right fit. The Titans run kind of a downhill 
kind of operation. AP is a shifty guy still. I don't know about you, Tony. I would agree with you, too. I would have loved to see AP kind of stay because I know that Tennessee is going to most likely make the playoffs. So it would have been cool to see AP running or at least get some rushes in uh, there in the postseason. But uh, I do kind of understand it. Um, it is what it is. It's kind of a business thing. He wasn't apparently doing enough production to their liking or whatever. So I I get it. It's it's just that's the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that'll get back to my score prediction. Uh, I think that they're going to win 30-21. Uh, to 21. Okay. Well, um, do you guys have any any room on that uh, Belichick uh, train? Because I'd like to join. Uh, Absolutely, get her, get no. her, hop, hop right on, hop right on, dude. I, I mean, I've I've kind of just uh, gone the other way, but I think this yeah. time I'll I'll grab the handle, jump on, and join it with you guys. I'm on the Pats bandwagon <laughs> again. Thirty-one uh, twenty-four Pats. They run an awesome operation, and maybe uh, maybe I'm praising them too much, but just watching them, it's just like. They, they're perfecting their craft. It's awesome to see. But, uh, yeah, moving on. Um, the Giants will be hosting the Eagles NFC East um, competition here. The Giants are 3-7. and seven. Just If I was a Giants fan, I would just be like, again, is this, is this really what we're going to go through again <laughs> right. with Daniel Jones, with the team? They have a new coordinator. Maybe they flex their guns and they put up 50 points. But, you know, I'm going to say not. But I'll let Tony, you take this one over. Definitely. Uh, I think uh, the way that we were talking about Mr. Hertz and his play last week, uh, I think that continues. Um, and I think, again, the Giants just kind of really struggle defensively. I actually have uh, the Giants not even scoring 10 points. Um, mm. Philadelphia 29-9. to nine. Mm. Yikes. Uh, how about you, Parker? I'd love that I'm score. I'm going to be on your, time, your, uh, your uh, train as well. Uh, I have the score a little bit more, but I I have Philadelphia, you know, laying a, a whooping down on the on the Giants. I think it's going to be thirty-one to thirteen. Oof. Yeah, maybe I'm giving too much credit to the Giants. I said thirty-four <laughs> thirty. I don't know if they uh, scored thirty. Oh my goodness! We, they would have know. to give the ball. Do you know? To, do you yeah. know? I seen <laughs> some some stat that uh, one of their players has uh, more touchdowns than Galladay yeah. and. Yeah, their left tackle. Their Andrew left tackle. And they're oh paying, my goodness. And they're that's paying Galladay like oh my twenty goodness. million. That's bad. Oh, yeah, that's that's uh even if you're not an NFL fan, you look at that stat, you're like, that doesn't add up, does it? No. Um <laughs> that's so, yeah, just yeah, not not good. But uh yeah, my score thirty four thirty, the Philadelphia. Um and moving on. Uh the Jacksonville, yikes wars. That was terrible. Uh, we'll be <laughs> Hosting uh, the Atlanta Yikes Kins uh, Falcons, um, a two and eight matchup versus a four and six matchup. Let's just get the score out of here. Tony, go ahead. All right, Atlanta seventeen to ten. How about you, Parker? <laughs> Atlanta seventeen to ten. How about you, Parker? All right, boys, I'm hopping on with you. Atlanta seventeen to ten. <laughs> I did not. That is not my prediction. I was I was quoting Tony. Oh, um, so what's your yeah, prediction? He was repeating me. I uh, I think Atlanta is going to win this one as well. Uh, I'm going to go 24 to 17. I'm going to stick with my my copycat for this week is going to be Tony. 17 to 10. Tony, <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Atlanta gets a great win. They're back in the playoff race. No, they're not. Okay, next game. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got another one. Um, the Jets at the Texans. Tony, can I just get your pick, please? Yep, uh, Houston 24-16. <laughs> okay. Houston 24-16. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, I got Houston winning, too. Um, you know, actually, I'm going to go with the Jets. I think the Jets win uh, oh. this game. Zach Wilson coming back from injury might pro- provide uh, the smallest little electrical boost. I think uh, I think they're going to win. Um, we'll go 21 to 13. 21. Yeah, I'm going to say 27-24. I think the Texans win at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just, yeah. Um, the, the LA Chargers, after a good win on Sunday night, will be going to the Broncos, who just came off a bye. Um, actually, it's a good matchup, but uh, Tony, you think uh, the, the Broncos have a chance to, to win this game at home? No, mate. Uh, I think the Chargers <laughs> offense just looks a little bit too good. Um, it will be a cold game, definitely a chilly one, but I think Herbert uh, and his arm will be enough. So I think uh, Chargers 28-17 on the road. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I like the uh, Chargers as well coming off a uh, you know big win. Um Austin Eckler looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers win uh, 28-21. to 21. Yep, I'm going uh, Chargers 28-24. So, um, yeah. Moving on. Yeah, we got uh, the banged-up Aaron Rodgers and his toe uh, hosting the Rams, who are just coming off of a bye. Uh, Tony, kind of some concern with Aaron Rodgers, I guess, but uh, – uh, do you think uh, they can win the game at home? This would be a rematch of the championship game, I believe, or a division matchup game. Not sure. It's okay. Uh, I do think... I think it's a division matchup game. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, I do think uh, Rodgers and the Packers will get the win. It'll be interesting to see how much mobility Rodgers has. Um, we always kind of see him kind of be able to scramble around in the pocket a little bit when things break down, so we'll have to see... Uh, what happens there? But I think Green Bay gets the win. I just think I just I don't trust the Rams' offense. It's looked really anemic the last couple of weeks, and with it being at cold Lambo, I don't expect anything different. So twenty-eight thirteen Green Bay. Parker, what are your thoughts? You know, I'm gonna actually go with the Rams in, in an upset. If you if you want to say that, wow. uh, I think that uh, the Rams are gonna win this game. I think it's gonna be close, like they always are, but. I think they win uh, 23-20. Yeah, Parker, I'm with you. I I think the Rams win. I think the Rams are fresh, and I think they have a strong defense. And I think Rodgers might be bothered a little bit here. Um, I I just don't know uh, the extent of the injury. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored, but at the end of the day, I think the Rams will hold the Packers. Uh, to 31 points, but uh, the Rams will score 35. 35-31 Rams. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that will Tennis. move us on uh, to San Francisco, Tony, where the the hot the, the Minnesota Vikings. Oh uh, yeah, what do you, what do you think is going to happen here? Definitely. Um, I already wrote this down, so as much as I would like to, I got to go San Francisco <laughs> on this one. I just what they've done. Uh, the last couple weeks in their defense looks really stout. I still think the Vikings will make this a very competitive and close game, um, even to the point where it's one possession. But uh, I just uh, 
I don't trust the Vikings on the West Coast. So I have mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco. It's been rough. Seriously, you're totally right about that. Uh, San Francisco eking out a 27 to 20 win. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm going to kind of have it being a, a decently high-scoring game. I, I'm going to go with you, though, Tony, as well. I, I think San Francisco has, has kind of developed their identity um, at this point, and they're just kind of you know, showing that to you. So a matchup of five and five teams, which is uh, kind of weird uh, because right. you'd expect you know, both of them to be you know, a little kind of better uh, than that. But I got San Fran, um, you know, going into the uh, win column with a 31 to uh, 27 victory. Yeah, well, I'm put I'm put into another spot where I have to trust the Vikings to win um, a game where I don't think they'll win. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't trust them uh, on the road like this. If we keep the same recipe of throw, 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 run when you can, you know, maybe we have a shot. I think that the Niners' defense—they're—they're they're fresh, and I don't know if they're fresh, but they're—they're they're just consistently getting pressure. They're—they're they're solid, um, and they have a good offense. So I think they're going to score points. But uh, like Tony said, I think it's going to be pretty close. And like Parker said as well, I think it's going to be 27-23. And Ooh. the Vikings' woes in San Francisco continue. Um, yeah, don't have too much on the game. I just want to watch what happens and see uh, what kind of things stick from last Sunday and what, what doesn't. But uh, moving yeah. on, um, it's going to be a Sunday night showdown uh, between the Ravens and Browns. It should be a fun one. I think this is going to be a fun game. Um, these are always entertaining games. Uh, Tony, uh, Lamar Jackson's likely to uh, return here. Uh, do you think that can spark for a, a home win? I do. Um, I just, the way that Cleveland's offense is and the way it looked last week, again, it's, it's a new week maybe, so they could be completely different. But I just think I, I trust Baltimore's offense a little bit more right now, even if they have to turn to uh, their backup, mm-hmm. uh, Huntley, I think. Uh, but I, I do think that, yeah. Uh, Lamar will start and play, but uh, yeah. So I have Baltimore twenty-seven seventeen. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm gonna have Baltimore winning as well. I think Cleveland kind of struggles continue. Uh, I think Baltimore wins twenty-three to fourteen, in what should be a, a very exciting Sunday night games, which have uh, been pretty good this year for the most part. Uh, have really enjoyed most of the Sunday night games this year. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think uh, the Ravens play well at home uh, at uh, uh, at night here, and I think it's going to be a very physical defensive game. I'm going to say 16 to 13 Ravens for some reason. I don't know why that score is there, but 16 uh, 13 <laughs> Ravens, and we'll, uh, well, we'll move on. Uh, Monday nights, the Washington Football Team will be hosting the the Seahawks, and you know, Tony, I wish the Seahawks were in a better position here. And, hey, this is exactly a situation where Russell Wilson can kind of break out of his shell because it seems like he has a chance to do it here. I just don't know. I feel like he's going to air this one out. But, uh, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? I would absolutely love to see that. However, I unfortunately do not share the same (laughs) optimism that you have. I I don't know. I just The way that Washington has been playing, too, um, I think they're pretty solid. I have Washington winning this by 10. Uh, twenty four fourteen, Monday night. Woes continue for the Seahawks. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I actually, I actually uh, have them winning by ten as well, but it's one point less from yours. So twenty three twenty three thirteen, Washington wins. They've been playing pretty solid football of late. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to take an upset here. I think the Seahawks Ooh. are going to win. I think Russell Wilson, he's getting a lot of crap right now. He really is getting a lot of crap. Um, and he I think is. he, he kind of changes that narrative. I think he gets back on track here. He has really good wide receivers. I think he's going to end up using them finally. Um, 24-16 uh, on the road. And right. finally, guys, that's going to do it. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, week it's, uh, uh, 12. Week, week, week 13, I thought. It, 12 week, of the NFL, yeah, but week 13 of, of the NFL. Oh, college. okay. Right. I'd just well, like to say, you guys, this is a very heartfelt uh, you know, episode here on Thanksgiving. Uh, makes it feel very nice that we get to uh, just sit down and watch some football games, whether they're good or not. Uh, on Thanksgiving without having to worry about, uh, you know, anything. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And I'll start it off. Um, it's the, the time for thankfulness. I'm thankful, thankful for my two great co-hosts. You guys are, <laughs> oh, you, you guys oh, are beauties. Man. You guys are absolute right, beauties. Right back um, at you, babe. the podcast. Um, but we'll start with Tony. Tony, any final words for the Thanksgiving weekend here? Yeah, definitely excited to see some great matchups. Uh, we got some doozies on tap. Uh, excited to spend tomorrow with my parents. Um, it'll be nice and just kind of remember to be uh, thankful for what you got because you'll definitely uh, miss it when it's gone. And uh, wishing everybody out there that listens to our podcast, whether you, you listen to this uh, tomorrow or uh, – after Thanksgiving, hopefully you guys have a great Thanksgiving day with your family and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what yeah, I, I second those thoughts. And if you're traveling anywhere, drive safe. Um, it's going to be busy, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. you know, Ram, uh, I know that 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 you like your your Black Friday, you know, shopping mm-hmm. sometimes. Do you <laughs> do you have anything that you know you've uh, you've you've gotten or uh... I have splurged, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Please do tell. Do you, Thanks do you want for to ask? Asking. Yeah. I I like to splurge on one thing and one thing only. Oh, video my. games. The best oh, time of year. Man. The best time of year is to buy to buy video games. True. Because you're not going to find another sale unless it's you know Christmas. But I splurged. I got myself some games to to keep me busy uh, in the did morning. Did you buy so. Madden by chance or no? Did not buy Madden. I I am keeping that on my hate list here. You know, Rum. I <laughs> I actually want you to give that the game a chance if you can and it's cheap enough dude i would give it a chance i, I think it's you heard little, it here <clears throat> first i think it's a wow. little different i honestly do you heard it here first but i think it's 29.99 but okay i'll consider it i'll consider it. aram this speaker comes it comes out of your speaker like okay the penalties and stuff dude i know <laughs> that's just the sickest feature dude that's I'm a buying. sick feature yeah no uh, but i don't know it's just it's the the scouting is different. Um, everything else is pretty like the layout's different, obviously. But it's, other than that, it's same. But yeah, I just <laughs> I, I just really is. like Black Friday shopping, and you know, screw that game. But anyway, um, <laughs> I just would like to say, you know, this is my first year of being able to actively participate in a you know Black Friday shopping. As I I would always have to work on Black Friday, so it's nice to uh, be able to go. So I'm I'm gonna try to you know wake up and uh, uh, go uh, shopping possibly um, in the morning or you know look online. I'm after this podcast, I think I'm gonna 
go on Amazon and browse for a little a little bit around. Um, mm-hmm. I already bought some stuff while I was on my lunch break today already, some, some oh photos my. for myself and some gifts and whatnot. So hmm. I don't know. It's just uh, it's a very uh, it's a very nice time of, of the year. For sure. Tony, have you bought anything on uh, Black Friday? Are you planning on it? Uh, I'm going to buy, I'm going to stock up on some Dr. Squatch uh, soap. Mm. They, they got a deal, so I'm going to buy probably four or five bars of that so that I'm good for a few months. And uh, I might take a look at video games. I'll see. Um, still haven't found a PS5 yet, unfortunately, but hope to. Dude, find you one. need to get one. <laughs> You're telling me everything I need. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Look oh. on Craigslist, dude. Look on Craigslist. No. Or, well, or, or marketplace. Well, uh, yeah, that's enough. Well, <laughs> so we'll send, we'll, we'll send, man, we'll send period, we'll send updates uh, periodically on uh, Tony <laughs> PS5 situation. But uh, other Help than me. that, we'll we'll, uh, we'll end this one here. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, enjoy some football. Enjoy some turkey. Enjoy some time with the family. I'm thankful for you all. Thank you very much Yay. for another. Episode yeah, of a yeah, guys podcast. We are we are thankful for our uh, for our, our listeners most of all for sure because right with <laughs> all our potential listening sponsor. there would be no one listening so right if you're listening good to this point one, just, just know you're a you're a true beauty we're ending it now before it gets too <laughs> thank crazy. you uh, thank, thank you. you very much thank you Bye-bye. bye bye bye.